Welcome in, boys and girls. Uh, welcome to week four of the college football season. Uh, this is the Never Ending Glory podcast, college football edition. I'm your host, Nick Schillig. We finally have the band back together, as pretty much everyone had a pretty eventful last week. Um, so I guess we'll start with Sean. Sean's back from his honeymoon. Probably uh, probably a non-elite stay in a two-star hotel in Kazakhstan or something. Right, Sean? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, two-star. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm all five-star, baby. Maybe a four-and-a-half-star one spot here or there. But uh, let's just put it this way. I'm a rival's top fan. Listen, man, I've got news for you. Oh, you stayed the Tropic K. You're not, you're, you ain't no five-star. And hopefully you lost that V-card while you were over there, too. Good God. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I had V-card, too. Uh, let's get something straight. There's no recollection of the top Tropic K any longer. So there's no way to prove whether or not it was a five-star at the time in which we stayed there. Yeah, it was twenty nine dollars a night on Atlantic Boulevard, and it's been flattened. A lot of people get hotel rooms for free, baby. That's called hey, points. You know who Farky loved that bartender down on his luck bartender. Yeah, yeah man, throw the guy a bone. Throw him a bone. <laughs> as you can tell, Farky has joined us as well. He's back from uh, Survive Irma. Yeah, you just drank a lot, Fark. Irma was a joke. Came in, ended up being more of a tropical storm for Tampa. Should have just stayed at my house. Was bu- was buckled down at a, a buddy's office building over in uh, Ybor City. Yeah, I think it got down to two by the time it got you. So pretty much the equivalent of Sean's rivals star count. I think that's Sean's Sean's position in our total uh, rankings record, isn't it? Our picks. Yeah, let's get it. No, no, no. Um, I'm one behind you. Second. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. first? Farby's got the lead. Sean Talking all that shit. Back. Talking all that shit and went five and ten last week. Hey, man. <laughs> the Memphis Matt and I are below 500. You're talking shit. <laughs> hey, look, I'm back from the gambling mecca of the world. And, uh, you know, let's just say that got expensive. So, I, you know, I need to win a couple bets this weekend. Well, that's what we're here for, so you guys can just fade us away. Um, I don't know if you guys want to touch on anything on week three. Um, Clemson looked very, very impressive against Louisville after beating Auburn the previous week. Uh, USC survives a scare from Texas in double overtime, where I still believe Texas should have won for two, and I was right. So you guys want to touch on anything from week three? Not really. I mean, me personally, uh, I, I caught some of the games on Saturday. If I'm doing a top four, and I, I tweeted this out, show maybe you share our, our Twitter handle, but I tweeted out Clemson, Bama, um, oh shit, who the hell did I put? I can't even remember now. Oklahoma, um, Penn State, and Oklahoma State tied at five. Those are the top four, albeit five. And then, um, at least for right now, there's there's a gap there. People will talk about Michigan and everything else. Um you know, that remains to be seen as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I, I think USC schedules pretty I, – I think they can afford one loss and they're still going to get in. So I'm still not dead on USC even surviving that scare there. So, Farky, Memphis Mad, anything on the week? Memphis Mad, do you remember anything from the weekend? Yeah, I mean, I remember Memphis winning out right, which I told you losers was going to happen all along. Can't believe they were, they were a dog. I mean, especially with that home field advantage, please. You didn't. You don't enjoy Jim Moore, Moore Jr. just 
shitting down his leg. At the beginning of this year, I, I told you he was my Higong candidate. And him and Kevin Sunland with uh, Sunland's uh, walk-on ro- receiver giving a double bird at halftime. <laughs> Duked it out. Oh, we'll, we'll definitely get in the Higon matchup of the week. That's later on down the slate. Um, yeah, look, hey, let's just let's just get into it. Uh, just so you guys know, you can follow us um, on Twitter uh, at NEGPodCFB. Follow Sean, Mark, Jerry, and Luke at uh, at Glory Podcast. They do a great job with fantasy football and the NFL picks. I believe you guys recorded that tonight. Uh, make sure to rate us on iTunes and follow us on everything else. Um, do we want to get in the season long bet? We still haven't. It's week four. We still haven't set the stipulations yet, guys. Well, you're paying out the last year's bet coming up here, right? Yes. Yeah, I will make sure the previous host gets paid when we go to Vegas October 6th. And you don't have to post a picture of him uh, hovering over a steak, a lobster. Knowing knowing Moner, he probably gets his steaks well done because he's a coward. And uh, he's also – that's that's why he's got a, you know stunted growth-wise. Do, do you think he'll just turn it into like three cheeseburgers and fries? I told you uh, I want my money back if he doesn't get a stake. I've made that abundantly clear. The bet was that. That's what he gets. It was a surf and turf. And you get the turf. Or the surf. I got the turf. I can't think of anything worse than a well-done steak. I'd rather have my spleen removed. It's coming from someone that had probably a well-done lobster this past weekend, too. Hey, that thing was stuffed. It was good. I'm not a big lobster fan. I know we discussed that a little bit, but it was good. Somebody gave it to me, so you know, I'm not gonna turn it down. How many popsicles don't turn down? How many popsicles you eat by the pool? Yeah. I did not eat any popsicles this week. I had a lot of mojitos though, so that was lovely. So you're hungover still now. You're 36 years old. You're hungover still now, correct? Yes, and Michelle and I actually decided that we were not going to drink for the next two weeks, and then I realized that I have a uh, fundraiser on Thursday night with a bunch of doctors I work with, and uh, I know I'm going to end up in the bag. So that's going to be a whole four days. Willpower. Willpower. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I paid 150 a ticket to go to it. I'm not going to turn down the free booze. Yeah, that's right. Player got to play. Yeah. So the bet last year was, what, 50 bucks a man and then dinner? Are we no, doing it was something basically, No, here? it was dinner. It was the steak dinner, surf and turf, $50, so... We just kind of appeased it because uh, our host walked out on us. However, you guys want to do it this year. Farky, Memphis, Matt, any I'm input? I have, I, have, I, have, I have no opinion on it. Any, as, as a winner, I'll take whatever you guys are willing to give me. Here's what we'll do. Because we've got such avid followers and listeners, no doubt, and this thrilling podcast is sure to captivate them. Why don't we use this week to poll it? They can give us some ideas, and then we'll take it back either for what the winner or what the three losers would have to do after the end of the season post-bowl games. There's that. Well, look, then at it, the end of this, we'll get into what we're doing as far as kind of putting more our money where our mouth is on some of these lock bets. So we'll cover that at the back end of the pod. But at least for now, we'll postpone this for another week. We'll allow Farky to still stay in first this week, and then you know another five and ten week. We'll see what happens. You had a five and ten week the first week, so I don't want to. I had a five and ten week last week, but I was on the sands of Portugal. I'm saying dinner at Ponderosa with Reinford. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the three losers. Oh my god! (laughs) All right, we're off the rails. Off the rails. 
Uh, you guys want to get in your coat hanger and duckies of the week, or you want to get in the picks? I'll roll I've, the I've, I've, got some, I've got some coat hanger options in the picks. So if we just wait, you know, um, yeah, I mean, we we talked about earlier James Franklin. I mean, calling the timeout to ice the kicker up. What, what were they up? Fifty six to nothing. It was fifty six nothing. I mean, sweet God. And that place already needs a coat hanger because of the allegations from a couple years ago. So I'm giving them the all-plastic award for last week. I can't argue that. Did did you hear his press conference today why he did it? No. He had his fourth team defense in, and they didn't know how to a field goal defense. I don't know that there's anything worse than college football coaches at this point. These guys are insufferable pricks. Let's call it spade a spade. He was so arrogant in the press conference. You know, Saban, um, you know, most of these guys are. Harbaugh, like, they're just Butch Jones. I, I can continue oh, on. on. Herman. Like, these guys are douchebag deluxes. PJ Fleck. Yeah, Fleck. Oh, my God. How about how about Tom Allen before the uh, Ohio State game? Like all about him j- getting the student section jacked up and stuff. I'm like like he was going to suit up or something. Clown, douche. All right, let's get let, uh, let's get into week four, guys. Um, Sean, we'll start with you. Um, real tough game for me to gauge, just because I thought about it more and I thought about the layoff. Uh, we got North Carolina State at Florida State. Florida State hasn't played in. Almost three weeks here. They're 12.5-point favorites. What you got on your knolls? This is a good spot for Florida State because, actually, this was a game that I was somewhat terrified of from circling it. They were supposed to play Miami last week. Then they come into NC State with that defensive line, front seven, could run into a little bit of hiccup here or there because they've essentially had another by two weeks, bi-week training camp, um, you know, fall camp, if you will. They're without Francois for the rest of the year, but there's been a lot of positive reports on James Blackman. Now, albeit he's a true freshman quarterback, but Francois didn't kind of, you know, overwhelm anybody uh, in fall camp. He actually, from from some accounts, had outperformed him. So he's someone to watch. He's rail thin, about a buck 85. He came in at a buck like 68. Six three six four. So he's he's not going to be the person that's going to catch people by their eye. He's got a cannon though, big time arm, good poise, presence, size to throw over, throws from the height, and I think it's a situation. Get the ball out. Francois was a ball like he held the ball, missed some reads as we saw in the game versus Alabama, and missing Garvin or, or Keith Gavin um, on the post seam route towards the corner of the end zone. Um, so I. I like Florida State in this spot. I think it's kind of Taylor May with them. They, they got an elite defense. They still nothing changed from three weeks ago when they were went toe to toe defensively with Alabama, other than the fact that they turned it over and they gave Alabama field position of basically like the forty five yard line of of their own. Um, but they played kind of stride for stride with Bama, the defensive front, everything. So I like Florida State here. They're they're going to be kind of sneaky the next few weeks because I think they're getting discount because of the freshman quarterback. Yeah, I think that's factored in. When this first came out, I grabbed 12, and now in hindsight, I wish I would have just waited because I think this might be a live spot if they come out a little slow uh, without playing a little bit. But I do already have a Florida State minus two or minus 12 ticket. I'm going to 
keep that. That's what I'm taking on the pod. Farky. This is my favorite game of the week. Last week, I loved Clemson. This this is by far my favorite line. I, I, I love FSU in this game. I just think they're going to overwhelm them. Um, what, that Ryan Finley, that NC State quarterback, I think he leads the nation and passes thrown without an interception. I think he's going to be in for a rude awakening this week. I think these guys are going to be amped up and ready to go. Memphis, Matt? Yeah, this game could go two ways, man, because like everybody said, they haven't played for three weeks. So, you know, they could they could come out a little rusty, but we're still talking about a team that was looked at as a possible playoff contender. And I just think this is a little overreaction on the 12, 12 and a half. I mean, you know, if they hadn't been laid off and, you know, like Sean said, hadn't give given Alabama horrible field position most of the game. What are we talking about the spread here as 17 or 17 and a half? I mean, I think you got to take the 12 and a half. So give me Florida State. And my and the Wolfpack lost to my Gamecocks. Don't forget that show. Doubled up in yards, but whatever. Um, actually, Westgate puts out games of the year, and this was one of them preseason. Line was 19 and a half when it came out. So a little food for thought. Uh, next one, we'll go to Columbus. Somehow they're laying 40 with the way they've looked. But it's probably because UNLV's in town. Uh, Farky, what do you like here? Farky's faves for sure on this one. Plus, I, like I mentioned the other week, you can just mark me down for the Buckeyes every week. But they're rolling into their dumpster part of their schedule. They got Rutgers next week. Um, I guess going into this game, things to note. Dobbins, he's he's carried the offense. That's obvious to everyone. Um, I don't think uh, they can continue to make excuses for Weber that he's got that nagging injury and that. He's gonna he's gonna get his chance, but Dobbins has just been so impressive. I don't think that's gonna happen. Uh, Paris Campbell solidified himself as a go-to wideout. Uh, I'm interested to see if if the uh, secondary and special teams continue to improve because they've been very lackluster the first few weeks. And UNLV does have uh, Devontae Boyd, who was a preseason All-American wide receiver. So maybe if anybody can give him a little bit of fits, it'll be him. But I I do have the Buckeyes covering this. Memphis, Matt, you got your Buckeyes? No, I hate to say that, but I just don't have any faith in Ohio State right now. I mean, honestly, UNLV is technically an all-time all-code hanger squad after that loss in the first game to Howard. Howard stinks. And, I mean, they deserve plastic on that one, but I just don't have any faith in Ohio State right now, man. And I just think the 40 is a little bit too much. Ohio State's lucky that they're 1-2 and against the spread this year, and realistically – um, I think the Indiana game, Indiana was still the proper side on that. Uh, so give me UNLV in the 40. And a loss. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, this is going to be a slaughter. I'm with Farkas on this. This is going to be a slaughter. UNLV is going to get the piss knocked out of them. They've lost to Howard. Howard's not remotely of, of Ohio State. Howard's not – Howard get beat by 30 against Purdue – and Purdue would crush UNLV, and Purdue sucks. So I'm taking the Buckeyes. This is a out. Here's a hot take. Ohio State the next two weeks, minus 100. I'm taking the over. Are we allowed to attend, Howard? I don't know, man. I'm not. Where are we going there? Oh, you're making me regret it now. Um, Jesus, I took the Buckeyes help. last week, and, you know th- – Thinking the Dallas game, they'd break out and whatever. I'll roll with Memphis, man. I'll take UNLV plus 40. Ugh. 
here enjoy that one. Uh, enjoy that one when when it's when it's uh, end of the first quarter, twenty four nothing, and they're back at their eleven because they got a clipping penalty on some idiot that ran it out from uh, four four yards deep in the end zone. Yeah, I think you're right, Marty. You're regretting it. All right, let, let's get into a game I will not be watching unless this would be very interesting if the loser actually just got he gone right after the game. Arkansas, Texas A&M, so Bielema versus Sumlin. A&M's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. This is actually a neutral site. It's at a Jerry World. Um, A&M stinks, and, but I don't know how good Arkansas is. I'll take A&M to bounce back. I don't love it, but um, I'll lay the two-and-a-half. Farky? You got two coat hanger coaches coaching in this game, so uh, I had a hard time deciding which one to go with, but I, I'm going to go with A&M. Um, I think I picked Arkansas earlier in the year, and um, they just don't impress me. Um, Sumlin, I'm sure he'll find some way to screw this game up, um, possibly not even make it through the season, hopefully, because we, we called called him as a top candidate before the season started. But um, give me A&M. I hate this game. Yeah, the, the only reason I took it, it, this was nine preseason. Now it's two and a half. Remember, Matt? Look, both of these coaches should be headed nowhere other than the electric chair. But uh, Arkansas stinks. They don't have a receiver on their team with over three catches. Their quarterback is atrocious. So I actually think this line's going to move. I mean, it is at AT&T, but that's basically a home game for the Aggies. Um, I think the Aggies are a decently better team than Arkansas. I hate Arkansas. And that state's crap. Give me A&M. Hey, Jerry Jones going to have all the Arkansas folks there all hot to trot, boozed up, hookered up, everything in those suites and loges and everything else. So Jerry going to roll out the red carpet. I look at this one two ways. Bielema's contract, he can't get fired in the next two years. They owe him a shitload for like the next six or seven years because of the deal they signed. So they're kind of stuck with that, that fat sloth. But that said, this is a must-win for someone. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'll, we're probably going to get burned. This is another consensus. We're going to. This would would be what we'll get to at the end. We are not under any circumstances betting on this consensus pick. Um, I'll take a And M very reluctantly, uh, but I'm more interested in the press rock shots of Jerry Jones. You know, all coked and hookered up in in the uh, in the loge suites. Hey, man, players got to play. Yeah. Listen, can I can I make a comment real quick? Um, there's not many things in college football I hate more than pig suey, especially from women that look like Jerry Garcia yelling it at a football game. I hate Arkansas. What about Oklahoma? Oklahoma's fight song. Oh my God! They play it after every first down. It's horrible. Where you can row the boat? <laughs> Almost as bad as Rocky Top. Every every five yard gain, they just bust Ugh. it out. Ugh. Oh, uh, well, you can throw Boiler up in there, too. All right. Um, I initially thought a possible letdown spot here. In this next one, we got Boston College heading to probably one of the top two teams in the country, the way Clemson's played. Clemson is a 34-point favorite. Memphis, Matt. Yeah, this is not a letdown game. Um, I hate admitting this, but Kelly Bryant's really impressed me every time I've watched him, even though I know he played Coat Hanger U in Kent State week one, and they're freaking terrible. But that was the first big road game he's played, and he just destroyed Louisville, um, running the ball as well. BC has five picks in its last two games, and Clemson's strength is their defense. Um, this is route city. It's I'm 
52-7. Yeah, I I don't see how Boston College can score. They're totally inept. Clemson's front seven is elite. 34, if Ohio State's getting 40, it's disrespectful that Clemson's getting 34. i got to be bluntly honest. All right, BC stinks, but they're way better than UNLV. They're way better than UNLV, but Clemson's Clemson's way better than Ohio State. Boom. Great minds think like this would typically be the spot where I would take BC. Uh, Over-under is 51. So you're thinking, oh, BC's got to score a touchdown. That Clemson D is so good. And, and like Memphis Matt said, uh, the reason I was kind of fading Clemson early in the year is I didn't think Kelly Bryan was that good, but um, I was wrong. So I'm not getting from this train. I'm laying 34 as well. But the other he, thing here is uh, BC put a lot into the Notre Dame game when they crapped the bed and you know can't win that game. They're not going into this game thinking we can win. They're going in thinking, God, I hope we don't get beat by 50. And what happens when you think that way as, a, as kind of a competitor? You're already beat when you get off the bus. Farky, you taking a 34-point underdog? I am not. This, this has Ohio State's game written all over it. I, I don't have the – I don't know if they'll blow them out like Ohio State potentially blow out UNLV, but like Sean said, my goodness – BC at Clemson. Uh, Clemson's much better than Ohio State, so I'm, I'm going to see this maybe as, as six over the line. All right, next game. Um, probably the other top team in the country. Bama's at Vanderbilt. First time Vanderbilt's had a 330 game in forever. Um, they are 18.5 point underdogs. Sean, Bama at Vandy. For CBS, this is the first time ever, actually, that, that they've it? been okay. able to have this as there. So Danielson was actually on the radio today and said that he's excited about going. Vandy has a couple things that they can do. This is going to be a 10- to 13-point game. Vandy's going to hang around. It might even be one of those situations where Vandy could have taken a lead early and maybe only kicks a field goal or it's 6-3 or 7-3 Bama and Vandy had a chance and, you know, goofed something up. Um I think Bama gets a late cover here. So I'm, I'm taking Bama, but this is a sneaky co- close game potentially. Yeah. If I had to make it bad, it's on the under in this game. Um, Bandy's not going to score, and their d- defense is very, very underrated. Um, I'm going to do it again. It's against what I normally do. I'm going to lay the points. I'm going to lay the eight, eight, 18 and a half. Arky? Bama, no-brainer. Um, I, I think they maybe hang around until halftime, but I, I don't think they hang around most of the game. I think Alabama covers this by touchdown. Memphis Matt. I hate laying 18 and a half at home with a decent team. Uh, Bandy's not bad, but I think they had like less than 300 yards of offense last week against a defense that, I mean, let's be honest, isn't half as good as Bama's. Um, Bama's won 21 in a row in this series. But the last two, like the last 10 matchups, they're five and five against the spread. So the spread's usually pretty on at this game. So the 18 and a half is going to be close, I think. But I mean, you're just talking about the level of athletes are just, it's not comparable. So give me Bama. Are they, are they talking, what's the deal with Hertz? Uh, why, why is there all this? There was, it seemed like going into last week's game, was it that they were having all this chatter about, you know, is there quarterback competition? What was that all about? I didn't read much about it. I got no clue, but uh, he can't throw the ball. I mean, he's not very good. Um, and I think they like that freshman, the the Hawaiian kid, a lot. 
which is hilarious because right. if you read Alabama message boards, which is next to impossible to, to do because it's not the I English language, um, they, they actually – there's multiple posters that are asking, is it a situation where we need to simplify the playbook because he can't understand it? They don't realize that Hawaiians still speak English in Alabama. But, you know, <laughs> forgive the Alabama folks. They're just – all they worry about is grits and not brushing their teeth. What about Phyllis? And exactly. I mean, literally, I want to know what does it take to get into the University of Alabama? Like be able to smoke a carton of Winston's within an hour. <laughs> like a non-athlete. Like you have like to be a non-athlete. You, They'll just you get eat, you in if you're an athlete. You're if just they like, put Here. you in, if, if you eat mayo sandwiches, do you automatically get in? I think it has to be with white bread. Like if you if you own wheat bread or any type of healthy options, they immediately expel you from the state or electrocute you. And for the record, there's nothing I'd rather eat less than a mayo sandwich. <laughs> I, mean, I, I would actually rather eat a mayo sandwich than a well done steak, though. Got to be honest. I think I think a lot of them get in too. They wear a white beater to their. Uh their official business. Yeah, they're wearing something else white, but it's over their head sometimes, too. <laughs> Those clowns. Wow. All right. Let's get into the next one. Uh, we got TCU at Oklahoma State, who's looked very impressive this year. Um, kind of a tricky spot here for them. Farky, who you like? I like Oklahoma State here. I think Oklahoma State's actually really good. Mike Gundy's done a good job putting a good roster together. And they definitely have the best receiving core in the country. I, I actually think they're better in Oklahoma. I have I have them in my top four, um, so I, I'm definitely rolling with Oklahoma State here. I think they just have their their firepower on offense is is really been something impressive this year. Comes Matt, and uh, this one's tough. I I think Mason Rudolph's a stud. And like Farkey said, he's got receivers to throw it to. And I love Mike Gundy. If you don't like Mike Gundy, you're an asshole. Um, <laughs> But I like TCU here, actually. Their defense has been pretty solid. And Kenny Hill thrown for, oh, God, like 800 yards already this year. And, you know, Oklahoma State hasn't exactly played anybody real good. I mean, they dump truck Pitt last week, and Pitt is crap. So um, I'll, I'll take TCU here, getting the 13. Too many points. Too many points. I'm taking the Horn Frogs here. Uh, extend my lead. Yep, you're on, you're on an island, Farky. I'm taking the points here you, too. I I think Gary Patterson will have somewhat of a plan, even though Rudolph looks unstoppable right now. But I'll take the 13 in this spot. Uh, next one, we got USC at Cal. Kind of another tricky game. This is a very interesting card, even though there's not any big marquee matchups in my opinion. Um, USC at Cal. Their uh, Cal's getting 16 and a half. USC, they've. They just look like a zigzag team to me looking at their schedule, so I will take them to bounce back. I'll lay the 16.5 here. Barky? I'm taking USC as well. Cal, Cal screwed me last week. I was on the losing end of that game, so I'm coming back with vengeance for them. Um, Darnold looked good, got back on track last week, uh, even though it was a, a couple code hanger efforts by the by the Texas defense at the end of the game and at the end of the first half when – what he instead of kneeling it, what they do in a prevent defense, give up what like a fifty-six yard touchdown. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm rolling with the with the Trojans here. My boys from from Compton, Watts. I'm Smack. Uh, I haven't been too impressed 
uh, with Sam Darnold. I think he's got six picks already, which that, I mean, should make him want to crap. I know it makes me want to crap. But Cal is atrocious in their secondary. And good God, do they need a coat hanger. Um, I was reading earlier today, they gave, they give up like 340 a game. That sucks. Um, give me USC. Did, did I miss something? Cal beat Ole Miss last week. We just yeah. talking shit on Cal for. Yeah, I mean, I, I, had, Ole I had Ole Miss. I don't. It's a zig, zigzag spot for me. Letdown spot for Cal after a decent win, a game they might not think they can win, and USC bouncing back. That's that's zigzag all I got. Zigzag my ass. I'm taking not, Cal. Care if you don't care. Emotional high over uh, over beating Texas in that goofy game. They should have killed Texas anyways. Texas blows. Uh, don't get it twisted. You see, USC is still soft paper. Charmin, I like Cal Rowdy. Get the crowd going. You know, talk some shit on those. Uh, what did you say? Compton Palisades thugs. I like the the cats from Berkeley. I, I don't hey. know if there are any thugs in the Palisades, bro. Hey, I love I love how everyone's done the 180 on Sam Darnold. I wish we could replay some of those pods from last year at the end of the season where everybody was. Begging for the Browns to have a shot at him. Oh, I, don't no! I love Sam Darnold. I, I the interceptions, everything. I, I'm talking the rest of USC's roster, and I, I don't like their coach in this spot. I, I just like Cal. I and I addressed the interception issue, Nader. He had he has maybe one accounted for interception. Oh, really? Nader's yeah. been too drunk. The guys were the guys weren't even in their spots. Two, uh, two or three of the interceptions were drop balls. Peter's drunk half the time. Actually, ninety yeah, percent so- of the time. I'm sober tonight, man. <laughs> That's epic. <laughs> Since we're talking about coaches, is Clay Helton a prick? I can't tell on the sideline. He's a douche. They all are. Sucks. We're gonna get to the king douche in uh, coming up against Sparty. We'll, we'll talk him. <laughs> Here's another douche. We got Harbaugh at Purdue. Um, my worst bet of the week. I had Missouri minus seven, and Purdue went down there and pounded them. Right now, um, Michigan's a ten point favorite on the road at Purdue. Sean, I, I very reluctantly in, in taking this pick. If this was later in the year, I'd actually love Purdue. One of those night games later in the year, or late afternoon ones. Um, it's a little early in the season. It's kind of. Still a good spot for Michigan, it feels like. Um, they don't have a look ahead necessarily. Uh, I like the Wolverines, but another team that I have been very, very, very unimpressed with for being undefeated. Man, I was about to get this. This was going to be one of my three that I put up for one of our bets. I love Michigan this week. Um, I feel like the line should be closer to 17. I took Purdue a lot last year, and I hated myself for it. I'm not doing it again. Farky? I'm riding on the Wolverines. Um, Purdue's, Purdue's traditionally, probably, well, probably over the last five years, has been a, a Big Ten code hanger candidate. They've been awful. Um, yeah, they're, they're a little better this year, but Michigan's offense has been so stagnant this year. I think this is their big breakout game, so I'm, I'm rolling with Michigan. Remember, Matt, a consensus? It's a consensus. Look, the first week, I think Farky and I spent about 30 seconds trying to figure out how you pronounce Michigan's quarterback's last name. He sucks and still does. But, you know, Purdue, God, if I hear they were talking on local radio today how they might be back. They're not back. They suck. 
and they turn the ball over a little bit too much, and Michigan plays pretty good D. So I think uh, the Wolverines win by 14. All right, next game we got uh, OU at Baylor, and I know where Sean's headed with this, so I'll just lead off. I am taking Baylor and the points. Yeah. Worked for me last week. <laughs> you get your rebuttal at the end, Sean. Give me the Baylor Bears. Farky? I want Sean to go next and rebuttal your, your pick. I mean, it, it's like putting it on a tee. <laughs> First of all, let, let's just go. Let's touch on Baylor a little quick. Doing Oklahoma drills in pregame warmups is the most idiotic, stupid ass, asinine, utterly juvenile thing that a coach could possibly do. If you have to do that before a college football game, A, you're not properly motivated internally yourself, that you have to do that as a coaching staff to get a rise out of your team. B, you are that mental of of kind of like midgets when it comes to going into a football game, raising your adrenaline level, coming to play, and competing. Either you're a competitor or not. You don't need an Oklahoma drill to ring a bell and get you kick-started. You're not like an engine in – Minus 20 degree where you got to fire it up and let it run for five, 10 minutes. <laughs> Lastly, you love rape, Schillig. I'm disgusted <laughs> by it. Domestic abuse, assault, theft, rape. Gun charges. Uh, uh, gun charges. Murder. Probably, I mean, anything and everything. You'd sweep it all under the rub. You're, you're pro Brian Dennehy or, or Carlton Dobson, actually. You're anti Brian Dennehy. You're pro domestic abuse when you when you're on Baylor you probably love that that you know, twatty coach of theirs that Kim Mulvaney that acts like a you know a dump truck um I, I I'm detested by you you should I, have, I don't know if you heard R- rule slept uh, today news came out he slept in his office with just a pillow no blanket just showing how tough he is give me that Here it is. here's my response cool I know a lot of people that do that on High Street, and that's where. Yeah, they here's the thing. Program. You know why I don't do that? Because I have money and a bed and a mattress, air conditioning, a ceiling fan, a bedroom of my own, a home. Like that doesn't prove anything. That just proves you're a dipshit that's going to end up with lower back pain soon. <laughs> Forky, who you got? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take OU. I, I, I hope they lose every game that they have the rest of the year. Baker Mayfield could take that flag and shove it up his ass as far as I'm concerned. But uh, it, it, I hope I hope with every ounce of prayer that's out there that he has the NFL career of Eric Crouch. Memphis Matt. You know who likes Baylor? Chip and Joanna Gaines. You know who they are? They're from that show, Fixer Upper. Other than her needing a good old minivan, Baylor sucks. They're crap. This is route city. Baker Mayfield's going to light these losers up right in front of Chip and Joanna and then take a big dump in one of the houses they just renovated. You seem like a Baker Mayfield type. Give me give me Oklahoma. God. Oh, I don't know if I can host much more, guys. All right, next game, Mississippi State at Georgia. That's one of my favorite ones I like. Um, Georgia, five-point favorite after Mississippi State. Absolutely pounded LSU. Farky, who you got? I got the Bulldogs. I got them to cover. I want it pumped the brakes on Mississippi State. I mean, everybody's all over their nuts. I, I get it. Maybe LSU's not as good as everybody thought, but 
teams are allowed to have a down week. They're allowed to have a lackluster week and not show up week. So that's what I'm calling last week. Maybe Mississippi State still would have won, but um, for a blowout like that, I'm still not buying it. I'm I'm taking the Bulldogs. Georgia can score points. Memphis Matt. God, I'm still laughing about Sean's tirade on that Baylor game. Um, I'm going Mississippi State here. Uh, You know, I'm going to piggyback off what Farkas said earlier in the year and that he thinks that – you know, LSU is a really good team, and I actually still think they are a pretty good team. Um, you know, if they had they won by a touchdown, yeah, but it that was a ass beating. So getting five and a half or five here, I like it. So I'll take Mississippi State on the road. John, every four or five years, Dan Mullen kind of has one of these type seasons. Uh, I think Mississippi State could be headed towards the ten and two type year. Uh, I think Georgia's overrated. I think they get a little bit of Notre Dame love. That I watched that game. Both those teams were garbage. Easton is not back, correct? Uh, no, it's from. Yeah. So this, the better quarterback, Mississippi State. I, I think what Mullen has typically done has given it times uh, Kirby Smart, even Alabama, a little bit of fits now and again. Um, I think Mississippi State has a big win here, and then I think they're in a major letdown spot the following week because uh, I think a big pole move for them up um, might be into like the top, you know, five or six as a result of a win here, and then I think they're they're peeling back. But that's the narrative I'll stick with right now. So I'm going to take the Bulldogs. I agree with that. I'm a, I'm a big Nick Fitzgerald guy, but I, I just think this is the letdown spot. I don't think the from to Easton drop off is that much after watching the Notre Dame game. So I'm going to take Georgia here, minus five. Next game, our boy James Franklin goes to Memphis Matt's favorite state, Iowa. Iowa's getting 12 and a half. Memphis Matt, what do you got like? Yeah, I, I hate Iowa. I've talked about that on the two previous pods. <laughs> the state's crap, and it, I would imagine that Kinnick at night probably smells like a back alleyway in Chinatown in the 1940s. Um, that place is a dump. And Penn State's 8-0-1, their last nine conference games. Uh, McSorley's been slinging it all over the field. Farkey's boy, Saqu- Saquon Barkley. Um, I think this would be It's a little concerning because it's at night and that, that wafting turd air. Might get into Penn State's helmets, but uh, I'll take the I'll take the Nittany Lions. Trust me, Penn State's used to it with some of the bullshit that they've been spewing for the past five years. Sean, who you got? I, I, I'm with Nader. I I feel like Kinnick smells like a combination of like overly cooked hot dog water, um, this weird like shitty high school football field with wood seats and like the metal rafter bleachers underneath. They serve hot chocolate exclusively and it just like always is raining and just miserable. That That's what like Kinnick would feel like to me. Uh, the PA system sounds from like back in like the sixties and it's just totally garbled and, and unrecognizable. Uh, I'm taking the Penn State Nittany Lions in this one. Uh, another one where if this was later in the year, maybe you give them a chance, uh, Iowa, but I don't want to go to Iowa this week. I'm taking the Nittany Lions. Damn, guys. Iowa always plays like one or two games where they keep close. This game just screams like 24 to 16. Just ugly. And just Penn State can never get above the number. So I'll avoid the consensus. I'll, I'll take the Hawkeyes reluctantly. I, mind you, I picked Penn State 
almost solely in this game because of Saquon Barkley. Great. Awesome. Thanks for that. Uh, we got Florida at Kentucky. Th- this I'll line. Wait, does Farkas get a pick? Oh, I thought Farkas let off. My bad. Farky? No, I-, I love this game, though. I love Penn State in this game. Um, this is another one of my favorites this week, probably one of my top three favorites. Um, I hate James Franklin as much as the next guy, but but I do love this game. I don't I don't think they stop Barkley. Although uh, one of my favorite universities in the country, Georgia State, shut him down. Um, however, I don't I don't think that uh, I don't think Ferenc is going to have a game plan for him. And, and similar to what Nader said, uh, I think that uh, maybe the atmosphere will play into their favor. So I'll take Penn State. Next game. And this line makes no sense to me. Florida's at Kentucky. Kentucky off a big win. Kentucky's getting three at home after Florida's one on a Hail Mary. Sean, who you like here? I just look at the talent. One roster versus the other, Florida. The line's too close. Florida sucks. I'm going to love going against them in, in subsequent weeks. A Georgia match. Some of these other ones coming up, but not this one. Kentucky's overmatched. I don't care about the three. It's basically a pick I'm I'm taking Florida. They, I'm going to say 20 to 13. I feel like the game should be a pick em, so I'll take the three in the home team. Fargy? I like Florida by 10. Uh, Nate, unit kind of took it from me. He, he probably didn't hear it on the one that didn't get recorded because it, it didn't get posted, lost in translation, but uh, they're just overmatched. Too, too many better athletes, too many better players. Nader's heard that from me about two weeks ago, game after game. And, and this is another one I think that falls into that category. So I like Florida by 10 here. Memphis Matt. <clears throat> I've got a rule against uh, betting with guys named Felipe. And that rule is I don't do it. So uh, I know Kentucky, I don't think they've beaten Florida since the Reagan administration. I don't care. Um, I think Florida stinks. And uh, I'll take the three at home. God, how ugly was that Tennessee-Florida game to late? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like my Kentucky pick even better. Next game, Sean's boy, Notre Dame at Sparty. Sparty's getting four and a half at home. Farky. I'm going I'm going against Notre Dame here, against Sparky's faves. Uh, I'm taking the better coach. Uh, also, mostly because I'm rooting as hard as possible against Kelly because he's on my coat hanger list. So, uh, yeah, keep it simple. For those two reasons, I'm going Michigan State. I think this is going to be a, a terrible game to watch. Memphis Matt. I'll tell you what, uh, the Notre Dame administration would love to hear this podcast and hear their head coaches on the coat hanger list of an all-Catholic school. So that's I like that, Fargy. Well played. Notre Dame's quarterback stinks. And Michigan State, I mean, he is terrible. He's completing 51% of his passes this year. That is garbage. And Michigan State's coming off a bye. Like Farky said, they've got the much better coach. Decent defense. I actually think Michigan State should be the favorite here. I'm not sure what Notre Dame's done to be given up four and a half uh, at Michigan State. Um, this is actually my bet of the week. I would take Michigan State money line. Uh, yeah, I, my thing is, is I, I Notre Dame just have not proven the ability. They've got better players, roster to roster. Notre Dame's better. Notre Dame's actually got some elite level talent in some spots, but my God, is Wimbush a dumpster? 
Brian Kelly is just an excuse maker. He doesn't customize it to, to suit Wimbush's skills, forces him to do things too much that he's not necessarily capable of yet. The fact that he's 51% actually is a terrible, terrible indictment on Brian Kelly. Like, that's not setting a freshman or a redshirt sophomore up for success, a first-time starter up for success. So I look at it and say this is a little bit of a statement game for Kelly. I think Notre Dame wins. I think Michigan State covers. But I, I teetered on this. You guys are more locked into Michigan State. Michigan State's – I don't like that roster at all. Um but Notre Dame's not done enough to convince me to give four and a half. If it were three, I, I, I'd, I'd kind of be locked in a little bit more. If it was two, I'd probably take Notre Dame. But I, I think Notre Dame wins by three, but I'm dubious. Yeah, I'm kind of with Sean. I, I don't feel too strongly about it. Michigan State's roster stinks, but I'll take the four and a half in the home team. Uh, two more left, guys. We got Washington at Colorado. I don't think we've I don't think we've had a Washington yet this year. Um, no. Colorado ten point ten and a half point underdogs. Memphis, Matt, where are you starting? I'm gonna drop a little knowledge on you, cats. That I saw earlier uh, in their last twenty eight games, Washington's nineteen and nine against the spread, following a uh, against the spread loss. Um, I think this is blowout city. Um, I don't think Colorado is all that bad, but I actually think Washington's really good. Um, I would be shocked if they don't win the big, the Pac-12, and I think there's a chance they crawl into the playoff this year. So I think uh, Washington, no less than 20 in this game. I love Washington here. John? I, I'm with you. I, I, I'm puzzled by the 10 and a half. I was actually curious to see as, as we got to kind of your, your guys' takes on this because when I saw this, I kind of thought – it feels like it should be 13 and a half or 14. Um, so I, I jump, I'm jumping at Washington here. I like this a lot. It'd be one thing if Colorado was, was kind of, you know, maybe returning a little bit more from last year's team. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just don't see it. I, I, I agree with all that. Colorado lost a lot on the defense. And with this still being a week four game, I, I still don't think they've recovered. I think Washington – Scores at will, pretty much names the score. Fargy, consensus? Yeah, definitely consensus. You guys hit all the highlights. Nothing really to add on any of those other than, you know, Washington's a little hard to gauge at this point with their their three overmatch games that they started with. And Colorado has, I guess, a little bit of a revenge factor. But again, to your guys' points, they lost a lot of talent. So um, I, I really like this game as well with Washington. And of course, in college football, when you have a inexperienced solid quarterback like Browning it, it goes a long way in a game like this so I'm on Washington final one we got you you UCLA at Stanford uh, Stanford with a they just got out Stanford by San Diego State uh, they are eight point favorites at home I'm gonna zigzag here expect them to bounce back I think UCLA that's a pretty devastating loss to Memphis and they're just not very good outside of Rosen I think they stink and more as a joke, uh, give me Stanford and uh, minus the eight. Farky? I'm also on Stanford. I, I don't like UCLA's team at all. I, I I think every year everybody has a little higher hopes for them going into the season, and this felt like another year like that. But after watching them, I just I don't, I don't buy into them. And even though Stanford did have a demoralizing loss, and um, it, it was very out of character for David Shaw and his team. So I'm, I'm going to stick with Stanford in this one. John, uh, I'm I'm 
going to be the contrarian here. I'm taking Rosen, quarterback. Um, I think if you give him time, and I'm not sure Stanford's going to be able to, to mount enough pressure. Uh, I, I think Stanford Price still wins, but it's one of these where both these teams are washed. They both blow. Give me eight points. I I, I really see a, you could have a late cover here, Sean, I think. Stanford just playing prevent and Rosen throwing it all over last drive of the game. Um. All right, that, that wraps them up. So, uh, Sean, you kind of want to introduce what we're doing going forward yeah, here? Yeah, so we covered on some of this. So what we've each done, the four of us, uh, all in Monopoly money, mind you. Uh, wink, wink, nod, nod. Um, we put 100 bucks in, staked it. We're going to see if it lasts, where it goes through the year. We're going to lit- literally, what is it? I guess we'll put a half unit each each on each of these show. Uh, but the idea is every week we'll take three uh, we won't necessarily take consensus. We might actually um, fade our consensus, uh, it, you know, with how we're doing this thus far this year. We'd actually be up if we did that. Um, so we're, we we just want to kind of align on this. We'll take a few minutes as as we've wrapped. Obviously, we've agreed on some, but uh, what do we think, guys? We want to take three. Now, we don't necessarily put them in right now, but we could put a couple in now. We could put them in right up to, to Saturday game day, um, and you know, we'll post that on Twitter just to let everybody follow, and then obviously we'll keep our bankroll account of how we're doing from a result perspective over the course of the whole year. So it's a little bit of putting our uh, our Monopoly money where our mouth is um, if, if uh, we get anybody from um, – from the government or IRS listening. So it's just all monopoly money. Just remember, it's illegal to accept a bet, not to place a bet. That's true. And, and we have we got Memphis Matt that basically lives in Vegas over the past year. Yeah. <clears throat> so, okay, we talked. I'm going to offer up a couple. I think there's Clemson, there's Michigan, Penn State, Washington. Anybody have any others or some particulars within there or want to voice uh, disagreement with any of those? I told you I loved FSU. That was my that was my game of the week. So you guys can either roll with it or we can find another set of consensus. And I, I, I'm fine with one one week. We might only like two. One week we might like four. I I don't want to tie ourselves to three, but maybe you know three be the average on. That that's fair. I, I would say I'd like us to at least get two going, just so you know we get a little of action. We live a little. I got two off the board that we didn't cover, and it's our boy. The Hulk, this is a code hanger nominee. West Virginia is only 20, minus 22 against Kansas, who is atrocious. They were down they were down 39 to 14 to OU. And that's not Oklahoma. That's Ohio University in Athens, Ohio. Bobcat. <laughs> so we can Mayor. throw that one in, too. So I, I agree with that. That's kind of an, another one I kind of had off the board, but – What's what's the Louisville Kent State line because it's got to be like ninety four. Louisville Kent State. Yeah. Oh boy, you got a time on that game? It's got to be right noon. There's no way they're having Kent stay there longer than they need to for that slaughter. Get in, get out. How they those, might start it at those, eleven. How those open tryouts go for Kent? <laughs> Oh, that's funny you mentioned that, Nader. You've made the roster. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I love to see him play in a game. Oh, oh my God. God. I'd get my leg ripped off. Oh, would he be lazy? Oh, my God. He'd look Game like Kenny Britt. He'd look like Kenny Britt running routes out there. 
Are they allowed? Yeah. Are you allowed to wear one of those helmets with like uh, the the beer glass holders in games? No, we're gonna dress you up like Berminator from Little Giants. <laughs> you need to put him out of like free state free safety and let him just roam the field and pick his spots lazily. Oh yeah, yeah. Nader is Steve Atwater. Yeah, that that's I, right. I got news for you. I'd be releasing everybody if I were in the defensive backfield. I'm just, I'm just gonna be standing right up by the line, just waiting for somebody to come through, so maybe I can trip them. Yeah, you got yeah you you got that coward moan. <laughs> Farky Louisville's minus forty four. I do, I mean, if you guys want to go with it, that's fine. The line opened thirty five, so Louisville's taking all the money, and I don't blame them. So is Louis, not is a lot Louis, of Kent action, huh? Is Louisville, is Louisville gonna beat Kent by less than what Clemson beats Boston College? Are they gonna beat him by less? What? That's what I mean. Cle- we said Clemson was gonna was gonna be one of our favorites, possibly at minus thirty four. That's the same. I mean, thirty four and seventy or thirty four and forty four aren't the same, man. Oh, I thought you said thirty four. Sorry, no, no, forty four. It, it opened thirty five. It's already up to minus forty four. Yeah, it moved nine point. points. Think about it this way: What happens if Kent State plays Boston College? The world ends. The world stops spinning. Listen, there's a chance that this next week we might not be doing a coat hanger award. It might be the all spud bar award because Kent State might be getting it after this weekend. So here's what I would say. I'm, I'm going to we, we talked a couple games. I'm going to vote out Penn State right now because there is the sneaky. I don't trust James Franklin. He went full prick last week. Karma has a way of working. It might not work yet. Let's eliminate them off the game. I love of maybe all of them. There's two of them. Michigan, Washington, thus far. Those are the two. And then, but what do you guys think? What are your top two? And let's see if we've got some consensus between them. Only because I don't think you can fully trust Ohio State, even though I know I went with the blowout. A few of us did because the potential certainly there. But I would say to answer your question, mine would be Florida State and Michigan. Mine was going to be Michigan, Washington. So I, I think those two, are, I think we're good there. Nader? No. I love Clemson, but um, you know Michigan, Washington. I I agree. I yeah. The only thing that concerns me about Florida State, and I see what Farky's saying. I just hate the fact they haven't played in three weeks. But the fact they haven't played in three weeks, and I've all heard reports on this on this freshman QB, but he got to play a game first. So I, I agree with that. We'll, we'll eliminate them, but I think Michigan's automatic. Then yes. You want to go those two, and then we'll uh, tweet out if we add something else as we uh, – Let's keep an eye on Florida State show, and, and then maybe we yeah. we throw the third bet on Florida State because it – let's let the, the next few days go. That would be our third option. If we have a third third pick, that's going to be the one that we go with. Show, maybe you do a poll, and the three listeners that were showing up for the show can weigh in and give us their opinion. And then All we'll right. go – and we'll fade them. Okay. So we'll fly through. Let's throw Florida State, Clemson, and we'll pick out another one. We'll put a poll up, see what the listeners think. Make sure they're not the Serbs that are listening because those guys love two sports, soccer and tennis. Yeah, but, you know, they find a way to buy people like they do in tennis all the time, and they pick winners. All right, so we got Michigan minus 10, uh, Washington minus 10.5, and and then we'll, uh, we'll figure it out from there. You guys got anything else to wrap it up? That's it. That's all. Um, check the Twitter. Follow us. Hit us back. We've actually gotten quite a bit of uh, of love and, and followers followers on the um, Twitter page of late. So 
post us questions, start some dialogue. Let's go. Have you gotten any insight yet on what we need to do to get Buckeye Vodka to get back on board this year? I'm no. actually uh, yeah. I'm actually working on sports books right now to get sponsored by a sports book where if they put in a promo code they'll get a added bonus and then we just use their lines on the pod as kind of you know advertising. So I'm working on that right now. Well played, Shell. Yeah, take that shit offline. <laughs> All right, we're good. Um, yeah, maybe I just need to start getting uh, harassing more people on Twitter. Glory Podcast is up to. 500 followers. Maybe I just need to just start tweeting at people like Luke does. So, all right, that'll do it for us. Follow us at uh, NEG Pod CFB. Uh, good luck on your week four picks. We out. Peace. Oh. These are the tales, the freaky tales. These are the tales that I tell so well you don't like my dirty raps. You can go to hell. The short dogs on the mic telling.